This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No, no, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. (laughs) Anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care. So don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> it's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on the action with an assist. From FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays. And same-game parlays, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and Bet Live. Same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC Pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. All righty, let's roll, baby. It is a special edition of New York, New York. We had some fun with a Spotify Live that you're going to hear in a matter of moments. But the New York Rangers, out of nowhere, are six wins away from the Stanley Cup. Now, who I'm bringing on is one of my close friends. We sat in the bleachers at Yankee Stadium in a galaxy far, far away and a long, long time ago. And now this guy is basically like Larry at the Ranger games. He's got no voice. He's yelling and screaming. The great Timmy of Wanta, formerly of Massapequa. Buddy, welcome. How are you? What's up, JJ? Thanks for having me on. Well, it's good having you. You're the biggest Ranger fan I know. So I'm putting you right on the spot, right out of the gate. All right, let's Did do it. you see this coming from this team? Absolutely not. If you would have told me in November, December, even January, that this team would be in the position they're in right now, going up against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, I would ask, what are you smoking? And let me get ahead of it right now. Because this is... I can't even, I, I, I can't even imagine, I couldn't have even imagined it, not in a million years. 
Well, and I love that the voice is hoarse because that means yes. you're laying it all out on the line. You were uh, at Madison Square Garden on Wednesday night, were you? Game one, I was in the house with my sister. Uh, standing room only tickets, out of control. The place was a complete jungle. It was great. Would you say, and you've been to a lot of Ranger games over the years. Yes. Has this been the most raucous environment for Ranger playoff games that you can remember? I think it, I, I have to say it has been because I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that fans haven't been in the arena the last two years. And now this is the first time the place is at full capacity for a whole season. And the fans are just starving and they're absolutely falling in love with this group right now. It is just a, a ride that the fans are in love with these guys. And I, I'm, I'm in love with these guys. These guys are a team. They're playing for each other. And they're a real easy bunch to root for. Okay. When was the moment for you? Maybe it was in the Pittsburgh series. Maybe it was in March and February throughout the regular season. You're dialed into every single one of these games. I'm not. Everyone. Full disclosure. You're watching right. games. He'll text me about the Rangers in like January. And I'm like, this guy's a lunatic. That's what it boils down to. And that's why we love you. But when was the moment for you where you like said, I believe in this team. This team's got something going. I, I would say it was around February, around that all-star break. And I, first of all, the coach, I, I believe in him. Bringing him in changed the entire culture of this team. The attitude of this team is not what it was the last two years under David Quinn. This guy, Gerard Gallant, is a winner. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a player's coach, but he's also he holds them all accountable. But in, 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 I would say February, I would say around the All-Star break, February, March, I was like, wow, this team, they, they could be down 2 nothing. They come back. They, they, they keep their foot on the gas when they have a lead, and that's the sign of a really, really good team. And yeah, around that time, around that All-Star break time. Well, I, and think I, I about it, dude. You've seen that now in this postseason. I mean, the team looked dead and dead in the Pittsburgh series. They're down three games to one. The goaltender looks spooked. They come back to Madison Square Garden. They win that series. Carolina. Carolina had their number the entire regular season. They couldn't win, right? Nobody could beat Carolina and Carolina. They go and smoke them in a game seven. The resilient nature of this bunch. You know, to me, it's weird. Like, the Lundquist teams, they had the defense. They had the goaltending. They never had the firepower. This team, no. it, it just feels different, no. bro, because of the fact they have legitimate firepower. Yeah, it, it, the, the firepower is there. They, they probably haven't had a power play this good since 2005, 2006, when Yaramir Yager was out there. I, I mean, Mika Zibanejad on that power play, when he is ripping one-timers from the circle, is just, it, he's on another level. And Adam Fox is what people say. He's a cheat code. He sees things that people don't see on the ice. He, he knows where everyone is at all times. He's unbelievable. Panarin makes everybody around him better. And, and Chris Kreider, guy just stands in front of the net, gets dirty goals. But like you said, I, I feel like, you know, that Pittsburgh series, Igor looked shook. He, he was not himself. He's calm. He's settled in. He looks phenomenal right well, now. Well, bro, let's be honest. He's outplayed Vasilevsky in the first two games of this he has. series. He, he absolutely has. has. There's he no other way has. around it. And yes. I know this would mean a lot to you in this series for a couple of different reasons. One, losing to Tampa the way they did in Game 7 many moons ago. Totally yep. different team. But you don't exactly like the Islander fan, which is great. No. That's the dynamic. The Islander fan, no. you're a Ranger fan out in Long Island. So there That's is correct. always going to be this conflict with you with the Islander fan. Yes. Would you take even more satisfaction 
in winning this series against the team that prevented the Islanders the last two years from getting to the Stanley Cup final, would that make it that much sweeter for you? Of course. Of course it would. It's it's bragging rights. It's, you know, it's the banter at work with all the Islander fans. It's it's killing them right now. It really, really is. It's absolutely killing them right now that they had to root for Pittsburgh in the first round, that they had to root for Carolina, who swept them in the playoffs a few years ago. And now they got to root for the team that knocked them out and prevented them from winning the Stanley Cup. Because last year, if the Islanders beat Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Finals, they were going to roll all over Montreal. They were going to smoke them. And they were going to win their first cup since 1983. So yeah, it does mean a lot. It does mean a lot. Okay. You're a Giant fan. Yes. You're a Yankee fan. Yes. Now the Rangers aren't done yet. They got to win a couple more games in Tampa. The series is far from over. I think you'd be the first to tell me that. Far from over. But what comparison do you see more with this Ranger team? 2017 Yankees? or 2007 Giants? I'm going to go with the Yankees just for the sole reason that they're kids. The Rangers have four defensemen that are 23 years and younger. Keandre Miller's a kid, just like when Judge was a kid. You know, the baby bomber aspect. This is kind of like the baby Ranger aspect. The kid line, Heedle. Oh, they're out of control. They, they, They score every game, bro. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Lafreniere is growing in. He, he's he's becoming a beast in front of your eyes. He's not afraid to mix it up in uh, in front. He's getting involved. Heedle had, I think, maybe seven or eight goals the whole year. The guy's got seven goals in the playoffs. He, he's he's uh, he's become a complete man child. I, I don't know what they said to him in the locker room to get him going, but yeah, I, I feel like this team is more Yankees of 2017 than the Giants, because the Giants had a lot of veterans. Uh, they did, especially they, they on the defense, veterans. too. They right. did. The straight Eli hands was the young. world. Eli was the young. The Antonio but... Pierce's of the world. Yes. Yeah, you're, that's fair. And Burris, I would agree. Burris now, listen, if they go and win the whole thing, then that comparison goes out the window because that 2017 Yankee team, as we know, fell short in use. Right. Of course. Of course, yes. How about Ferraro? You hear what he said about Fox today? What's that? Basically said, this guy might be as good, if not better than Weech. Oh, God. That bothers you a little bit. And you love Fox, but that's jumping the gun. I love Fox. I love Fox, but I think the comparison, it's fair in a way from an offensive standpoint, I understand. But Leach played in an era where you were getting hooked and whacked and, you know, clutching and grabbing. And he took a beating. Don't get me wrong. These, These teams, you could tell in the playoffs that these teams, they're looking to finish Fox off. Because if you, you know, as far as, getting in on the forecheck and absolutely leveling him. Each team has done it so far. Tampa Bay is trying to do it, but he's, he's elusive. He doesn't get hit. It's, I mean, I say that, you know, knock on wood, but he does not get touched. Uh, yeah, he's got, he's got Brian Leach vision, where I said before, where he knows where everybody is uh, before they make a move or, you know, he knows where, they're gonna, where their next move is going to be. So I see it. It's fair, but, you know, at the same time, it's kind of like pump the brakes, you know? I get that. All right, we're going to leave you on this note. Rangers going to win this series. They're up 2-0. They've been a better team in the first two games. Game one, you want to tell me it was the layoff? Great. Well, game two, they smoked them outside of the final two minutes. Yep. The Rangers are going to win this series. You've watched them every single game this year, give or take. Yep. What needs to continue to be the case? I think they just need to keep doing what they were doing in games one and two and game seven against Carolina. I think it's as simple as that. I mean, 
It's easier said than done. You're going to get a lightning team on Sunday that's going to come out and play desperate. They know if they go down three, no, th- uh, you know, three games to none, the series is pretty much over. But also, I feel like the Rangers have to do what they did offensively the last, the last three games. And they'll go as far as Igor can take them. It's, just, it's really as simple. That's what it really boils down to for me. They're going to go as far as he takes them. And if he plays the way he's played these last, you know, however many games since he became himself, I think, I think they can win the series. I really do. Timmy Iwanta is giddy. Now, I know you're all in on the Rangers right now. All so in. the Yankees are back burner. I get that. Yes. When, do you, when, when will you start buying into what this team is doing? Because you've been a skeptic. We both oh, have. Yeah. We've been down on the manager. Uh, yes. Down on the general manager at times. They're playing out of their freaking minds. When does Timmy from Massapequa or Wanta, wherever you're hailing these days, right. when do you officially start buying in on the Yankees? Is it hopefully after a Ranger parade? Uh, hopefully after a Ranger parade, but honestly right now. I mean, it's June. I do think that they're a very good team. I mean, wow, I was I, I, that's saying something from you. That's oh, I'm something. very, I'm, I'm overly critical of them, but I feel like since Chapman's gone on the uh, the IL, Clay Holmes, that guy, what a find that guy was. He might be well, one of the best believers in baseball. Holmes, what you getting out of the bullpen, and how about Tyon in the rotation? So you give Cashman a lot of crap for some Tyon of the moves like Gallo, but when you get guys like that, those are unbelievable finds, dude. Tyon has been, he's been resurrected. I feel. And it was a good find. Nestor has been what what that guy, what what could you say about that guy? That guy is is absolutely killing it out there every fifth day. Cole's been better. He's pushing the right buttons again. He brings Matt Carpenter in. He's been there for a week. He's hitting tanks in the upper deck. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm starting to believe with that. Timmy's kidding. So, oh, this I is am. a this you gotta understand something. Timmy is usually very down on his team. So yes. get this side of you. And the yes. war's voice and the whole deal oh, yeah. is yes. telling. So I hope I see you dancing maybe at the garden. Uh, is there going to be another appearance at the garden? Oh, we're working on it. Oh, that. we'll see. We'll, we'll see if I can get into the building. If I could finagle my way into that building again, I will be there. Doesn't matter. I, again. Standing. By the way, you are 2-0 and in the Ranger playoff games at home. I am. Are you not? Okay. I am 2-0 so, and at home. Yes. A little food for thought. So you're not exactly a bad luck charm. I am not a bad luck charm. I'm 2-0 and in the house. And yeah, we'll see. If I could get back into that building, I will get I will get back into that building. Trust me. Yelling and feeling, screaming. I have a feeling we'll be doing this again before the end of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But uh, if it goes down in crash and burn fashion, well, we may need to bring you on anyway. Oh, you can have me on. I will. I, I will see you at the bodega in a few weeks. Okay. Absolutely. And if they do crash and burn, you'll see a different side of me than you do than wow. you see right not now. Not the giddy so, voice. There'll be a no. lot more anger. Be oh, a lot more frustration. There'll be a lot more frustration, as you well know. But let's Timmy hope. and Massapequa, so I hope not. we don't see that side of you. Let the yes. good times roll, right, baby? All right, brother. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. That was the great Timmy and Massapequa. Always bringing it. My main man, big-time Ranger fan. Our Spotify Live, the reaction the calls were off the rails. That's coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Ooh, hold up. Smell test. Go ahead. Sniff those pits. Now, your bits. Feet, toes, come on. 
Ugh. Could be fresher, right? It's all good. Old Spice Total Body Deodorant Spray is gentle enough to use all over your body, giving you 24-7 lasting freshness with daily use, from pits to toes and down below. So every smell test gets a... <sighs> Shop for Old Spice Total Body Deodorant. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday, one and all. What a Friday night. If you are a fan of the New York Rangers as the Rangers against the team that never lost back-to-back games, the Rangers going up against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs have preserved and have defended the home ice at Madison Square Garden. That, my friends, that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you start off an Eastern Conference final. As the Rangers win this one, by the score three to two. Now you had to hold on for dear life at the end of that game. Tampa finally scoring late in the third period. Tampa with the onslaught in the final minute, minute and a half. But aside from that, the Tampa Bay Lightning did absolutely nothing in this game. You think about it. They score the girl early with Kucherov. One nothing Lightning. You're like, all right, they're ready to go. The champs are all fired up. To see the Rangers go and answer rather quickly. First with Ke'Andre Miller, then with Kako with the beautiful setup from Adam Fox. That was the moment for me where it was like, holy smokes, the Rangers mean business. Now, full disclosure, I like the Rangers tonight. I was on the Rangers tonight. I was confident in the Rangers tonight. Just had a feeling. Just had a feeling. Tampa Bay was due to lose back-to-back games in a series. The Rangers have been absolutely money, and I mean money, playing these games at home. I thought the Rangers would show up here. I thought they would give you a big effort here. What a performance starting off this series. And then Zibanejad. I mean, you can't say enough good things about Mika Zibanejad and the way he has played throughout this postseason. You wanted to see him wake up. He woke up maybe midway through that Pittsburgh series, was absolutely terrific. And since then, he's been nothing but a goal-scoring machine. Then you throw in Shesterkin. How about Shesterkin and the way he has been able to deliver in these games? So far, there's no getting around this. He has thoroughly outplayed Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky, who everybody told you is the best goaltender on earth. He's the best. Well, so far, Igor's outplayed him in two of these games. Is this series over? Far from it. Too much respect for Tampa Bay. Too much pedigree from Tampa Bay. The idea that I'm going to bury the Lightning after two games, no, I, I, I will not do that. But this now, to me, signals and makes it crystal freaking clear that the New York Rangers can go and win this series. They belong. They have shown that. They have gotten better. As this postseason has evolved, they've gotten better and better and better. 
You know, I heard Ray Ferrara talking about that on the broadcast, and it really holds true. It's a thousand percent accurate. Fabulous, fabulous stuff from the Blue Shirts. Two wins away from going back to the Stanley Cup final and righting a wrong from a couple of years ago with a totally different team, totally different cast of characters. I mean, Ryan McDonough, for goodness sakes, is wearing a Tampa Bay jersey. That's basically all you need to know. Henrik Lundqvist is wearing suits and he's doing the MSG postgame as we speak. They've remade their team. They're two wins away from the Stanley Cup final. So you're fired up and you're giddy about that. Before we get to your calls, how about the New York freaking Yankees? Now, I understand the Yankees not beating up on, uh, you know, the Detroit Tigers of Al Kaline and Kirk Gibson. I understand that. But to basically have not one, but two pitchers go and give you perfect games going into the sixth, seventh, and eighth inning, I mean, that's pretty absurd. The Yankee pitching right now is outrageous. It is beyond outrageous. Tyon's throwing it great. Cortez is throwing it great. And Garrett Cole tonight was lights out. Garrett Cole had plus stuff. Garrett Cole went deep into the ballgame. You were actually thinking that maybe it would be problematic from a perfect game standpoint with the pitch count and would it be okay and blah, 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 blah. In some ways, it's a blessing. He's out after 100 pitches. You'll love his compete level, the way he's delivering. Everything about him has been fantastic. Everything about the Yankee pitching is fantastic. And in a lineup, pounds. Rizzo with a three-run homer. Judge with another home run. What else is new? Carpenter, who, by the way, needs to continue to get at bats for the New York Yankees. He's doing his thing. Uh, Trevino, who has been a godsend behind the plate. He hits a home run. Kind of filetful with a couple of hits. Everything coming up, Yankees. Everything coming up, Yankees. That's why they're a ton of games over 500, comfortably ahead in first place. Nice whole hum game, which was perfect and exactly what you needed when you're going up against a Ranger Lightning Eastern Conference final game. So great night. I got the Mets going right now in the top half of the third inning. And away we go. I see the calls coming in hot and heavy. Let's lead it off. Let's start with our main man, the great Justin in Floral Park. He leads us off. Hello, Jay. JJ, what's going on, brother? Justin, always a pleasure hearing your voice. Life is good right now, my friend. Life is good. With the uh, Rangers and the Yankees. But, uh, JJ, I'm telling you, this Rangers speed is its looking like it's a little too much for this team with Tampa Bay. I know it's two games, but, JJ, they're 5-0 and now against the Lightning. I know the regular season is a different animal than the playoffs, but still now. They're 5-0. and They're showing their speed. Special teams, you know, wasn't their thing tonight. But I'm telling you that Veseleski looks a little shaky out there, JJ. Oh, he, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Justin, to me, I have been underwhelmed with what I've seen from him in the first two games of this series. Now, can he respond? Can he go stand on his head and win a couple of games in Tampa? Absolutely. And I think the example of what you saw with Igor Shosturkin should tell you that a top-notch goaltender can respond and deliver on and on we go. But so far, it hasn't been close. The better goaltender in this series has been Shesterkin. The Rangers have looked like the better team. These have not been fluky wins. That's what it boils down to, Justin. When you're going up against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, you want to get a sense, are you winning these games kind of in weird and wacky ways, or are you legitimately earning it? No, you're legitimately earning it. The Rangers were flat out better. And Leo points this out. It's fair. 5-0 and now against the Lightning, and 2-0 and in the games that mean the most here in the conference finals. 
Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, when the shift uh, switches to Tampa. I just don't understand how Tampa Bay is only playing 11 forwards. I just don't get that. Like, uh, you know, dressing seven defensemen, I, I, it, it definitely showed Tampa looked very tired out there, JJ, in that uh, third period. They did. I mean, they basically only showed you signs of life inside the final three minutes of the period. That was about it. I mean, and the Rangers tonight, Justin, didn't exactly do a great job on the power play. That was an issue for them. You know, the Ranger power play that has been oh so good. This was not this was not a vintage Ranger power play night tonight, but they were better in five on five. They were clearly the better team on five on five. So the kid line's playing great. Uh, okay, Andre Miller giving you a big goal started. Enormous. And then Zabanejad. I mean, Zabanejad's been in the middle of everything, dude. He has been in the middle of everything. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Eagle, he's probably the early favorite for the, uh, you know, MVP. I mean, it's, it's been ridiculous. And, they, you know, they took the test. They know that to beat Veseleski, you got to beat him high. And that's what they're doing, JJ. So it's, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens in Tampa. Justin, I will enjoy it. Good start to the show, my man. And we've seen the Rangers get high on Vasilevsky. That's exactly what Zibanejad did with the third goal. That's the strategy working out so far so good. Uh, let's head to Mike, who's up next. He joins us. Mike, the floor is yours. Take it away. JJ After Dark, what's going on? Hello, sir. How we doing, Mikey? How we living? I. It doesn't feel real, man. It really doesn't. I mean... Uh, you hear Ray Ferraro on TV talking about Adam Fox being better than Brian Leach. Let's not, let's pump the brakes. He's still pretty young. But I mean, holy shnikes, that goal to Kako, that, that was insane. Just, he just completely undressed Jan Ruda in front. Um, Victor Hedman was right there, didn't even know he was going to pass it to him and then just went up top. And I'm like, you know, it, it's, I, I, this is reminding me of 2015 where, it was the same two teams in the conference file, but it was the other way around where the Rangers were on their way down. Tampa Bay was on their way up, right? And I think you're seeing now it's the other way around. Try not to get ahead of myself. It's 2 nothing in the series. Like you said, there's a long way to go. But, I mean, for me, it's just I, I'm, I'm getting giddy. No, you should be. Listen, you don't have to apologize for that, Mike. You don't have to apologize for that. Your team is in the conference finals. You just won two game sevens already. And now against a team that never loses back-to-back games, you just beat them back-to-back games. So get giddy. It's okay to be excited, dude. It's okay to believe. That's what these two games have shown you. This is no longer a feel-good ride. The Rangers have a legitimate shot to win this thing. And hey, if they beat Tampa Bay, then why can't they win the whole damn thing? Oh, absolutely. And I, 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 saw, I saw somebody post this on Twitter. I don't remember who. Um, as the series have gone along, Rangers, they played Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was 6-0 and going into Game 7 on the road all time. Beat Pittsburgh. Carolina was 3 When they led the series 3-2 to all time, they never lost. Rangers beat them in 7. And now they just beat a Tampa team that they won 18 in a row going back to 2019 after they got swept to Columbus. And they never lost that game after a loss. And this team is special. We're seeing it right in front of our eyes. And I'm just, you know, I, I shouldn't have to apologize, but there is still going back to Tampa Bay. They're going to put up a fight going back to Tampa. But I think the difference between Tampa and when the Rangers were in Carolina is that the Ranger fan base is going to show up big time in Tampa Bay. I think it's going to give the Rangers a huge, huge momentum push. Well, think about it, Mike. You will have 
a ton of transplant New Yorkers who are going to make their way down to Tampa. That's going to help. I'll tell you what else is going to help. The Rangers can go into game three with a very loosey-goosey attitude. They really can. They're up 2-0 in the series. They were down 2-0 in the last series against Carolina. They were 1-1 going to Pittsburgh. This is the first time they've been up 2-0. All of the pressure in the world now is on the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's a battle-tested team. I do believe they're going to be heard from here in this series. Like, I could be wrong on this. I just don't get the sense that this is going to be easy from a Rangers perspective. But winning these first two games, I can't stress enough the importance of it. I can't stress that enough. You had home ice. You defended your home ice. Now go and take one. That's the goal for the Rangers. Can they go and get one of the next two in Tampa? If they can, they're in prime position to win this bad boy. Let's head to Eric, who's up next. He joins us. What's happening, Eric? Are we doing? JJ, I like I like what I'm seeing from the Yankees, but I love what I'm seeing from the Rangers right now. Just an unbelievable, gritty performance. Uh, and like you said, like they're not afraid. They're taking them head on. But what I love about this team so much is they have like a very short-term memory when it comes to giving up goals. They come right back. Keandre scores the goal. We're off and running. Chessie gets into one of those grooves, and then it's it's Fox Sakako, and then Mika with just the the hottest hands right now in the league. And yeah, we're we're up 2-0. Let's go and put this thing away in Tampa. That's the idea. Go and finish this bad boy. You've been a better team. Point blank, flat out, first two games of this series. Nothing fluky about it. The performances have been absolutely terrific. Um, you had to hold on that final minute or two, but you know what? That's fine. For the better part of the 60 minutes of play, the Rangers were the better team in probably 50 to 51 of those minutes. Like in the second period, I don't know if you felt this way, Eric. I kept waiting for Tampa Bay to go and get some serious attack on Igor Shesterkin. Never happened, dude. Never happened. Right. It didn't happen. You mentioned, you mentioned at the top, it just it looked like they came out kind of flat after that equalizer goal from Keandre. And from then it was, okay, Like let's, let's keep putting pucks on net. Let's keep hitting them with the four check. And they just, they were not ready to respond. They get that goal there at the end with, you know, about two minutes left. You're thinking, okay, please just don't let the dam break. And that diving play by Truba, we've talked about him making unbelievable plays on defense with knocking the rookie out on Carolina in game seven, blocking that puck on Igor's blind side, just making these unbelievable plays. Everyone is really just stepping up in big moments. And yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see how do they play in game three? going on the road, but with a lead because we played with our backs against the wall. This team, they're, they are not afraid of anything. And I, I love the confidence. I love how hard they're playing. But let's go put this thing away. We take game three. You know, it's a death sentence for them. Let's go get this done. That's the idea, Eric. Go and step on the throat now. It's no fluke. What the Rangers have done in this postseason is no fluke. They're down 3-1 against Pittsburgh. They come back. They're down 3-2 against Carolina. Carolina hadn't lost at home all postseason. They win a game seven in Carolina. Tampa Bay hadn't lost back-to-back games in a long, long time in the postseason. Well, now you can scratch that off the list. Team's getting better and better, folks. It's okay to believe. Let's head to our buddy, Matty in Huntington. He's up next. Matty boy. Hey, JJ. Deja vu all over again, as they say. I feel like I talk to you more than I talk to my wife. Well, we're getting there, Matt. I mean, with this Ranger playoff run and the amount of live content we've been giving you guys, yeah, I can understand that. You're talking to me more than your spouse. There you go. <laughs> what a game. I mean, aside from that completely Fugazi penalty to start the game, 
where they score that quick ball off the power play. Like you said, the Rangers dominated that game. Tampa puts on the pressure at the end of the game, which you expect. Again, championship team, they're going to do it. But the Rangers hold up and they take the win. That's what they have to do. Not every game is going to be 6-2. You got to be able to stand in your own end when the chips are, you know, when you, when you got that lead and come away with that lead and not give up that last goal. Bottom line is they held on. Bottom line is they were the better team. Um, your defense is flying. Truba, our last caller, Eric, brought up the point about Truba. He's had a lot of big moments for this team. He's had a lot of big hits. He's been a guy that's been able to shift momentum at times in this series. Uh, you go back to the prior series in Game 7 and the hit he had. That is the sort of uh, emotional type of boost that sometimes you need in order to be pushed over the top. And the big players, Matt, I talk about this all the time. They are stepping up for the Rangers. So Benajad has done that. Um, Igor clearly has done that. Fox has been stupendous over these last few games. Up and down, the Rangers' star power is showing up, and it's helping them win games. Absolutely. Truba sets the tone with the physicality, but on the other side, you have Miller, who is the perfect complement to Truba. He's smooth, he's fast, he's getting more confident. Every time he plays, he has the goal tonight. You love to even see him shoot a little bit more, but he kind of defers to Truba. I get it, but these young kids, like we keep saying, I don't know how many times we can say it, they are growing up in front of our eyes, and Mika has just been the star of the team. And uh, we got to bring it to Tampa Bay, win this next game, and like your last caller just said, that is an absolute death sentence. And uh, dare to dream about a Stanley Cup. Hey, you can dare to dream, Matty. There's no doubt about it. You're six wins away. This is real. And I got to admit, I thought the Rangers were a year ahead of schedule. I remember proclaiming in the Pittsburgh series. I didn't think this was a Stanley Cup team. Sometimes teams exceed your expectations. It's kind of the way it goes sometimes in sports. Not always, but sometimes. And when the opportunity is there, you want to strike. So I don't think any Ranger fan wants to hear about house money right here and right now. They want to hear about how do we win two more games in this series and how do we hold up the Stanley Cup for the first time since 1994. That's what you're trying to figure out. Michael is up next. He joins us. What's happening, Mike? Yes, Mike. Mike, I see you, bud. You got to unmute that mic, and then we can chat. Mike, I'll give you one more shot. Go once. There we go. I got you, big dog. How we doing, baby? Um, I'm good. I'm driving home right now. Uh, look, JJ, I'm, uh, I'm, I'll be the first to admit I'm a basketball guy. I'm a hoops guy. I'm a Knicks guy. But I'm, uh, I'm, I'm as casual a Rangers fan as there is. But this team, I've watched every game in the playoffs, and, you know, they, they get you fired up, man. Um, you know, uh, Fox and Devanage are just beasts. And, and Igor and goal, I mean, the, the crowd, the garden is rocking. It's just, it's just awesome to see. Um, you know, I, as a casual hockey guy like, like yourself, I mean, you may. Oh, no, Mike, listen, I, I proclaim it. Same sort of deal for me. We're not doing a lot of regular season hockey. And I think I speak on most in the business. I know the diehard isn't going to want to hear that. But obviously, we're balancing a lot of different things. You know, baseball obviously plays in New York. Football is football. Basketball, if the Knicks are going, obviously, is a huge deal. But I've always said this about the hockey. Maybe we don't give it the attention it deserves throughout the regular season. But I know this, Mike. When it's playoff time, we shift in the gear. We do what we need to do, and it becomes a monster story around town. There's no other way around it. 
the Rangers right now, Michael, unless you have uh, half a brain, you would acknowledge and you would realize it's the biggest story right now going in New York sports, hands down. I was in I was in the city at a, a friend's birthday, uh, uh, the Sunday night of uh, Game Seven for the Pittsburgh series, and we were we were at a rooftop like two blocks away from the garden, and they had it on the screen. I mean, and the city was just rocking that night. It, it was just cool to be uh, cool to be a part of. And, you know, I hope they, they, they push it through. I know Colorado over there, 2-0, is, they look like a, a machine on the other side. But, you know, you'll deal with that if they get there. But uh, it, it's been a fun ride, especially for, for a casual family. No, listen, Mike, no doubt. To have this going into May and into June is awesome from our perspective. It's awesome. I know the Ranger fan is fired up about it, but, like, for me, selfishly, I love it. It gives me something to talk about. And then you have the baseball in addition. You know, it's like the perfect give and take. I mean, look, I grew up as a kid of the 1990s when the Knicks were doing this every year. They were playing in the second round or in the conference finals. The Rangers gave us a couple of runs. They gave us 94. Then they gave you 97 when they ended up losing to the Philadelphia Flyers and Eric Lindros. And then that team didn't make the playoffs for basically eight years. Needed the salary cap. Say they couldn't spend like a drunken sailor. They go and get Henrik Lundqvist. And the rest, as they say in the business, is history. And the Rangers have been a good franchise ever since. Let's head to Big U, who's up next. Big boy, what's happening, dude? Say it with me, baby. Igor's better. Let's. Well, listen, the Ranger fan was having some fun with that tonight. And uh, you, listen, normally I don't like poking the bear. But with the way he's playing the first two games of the series, who's going to fight you on that chance? I, I mean, I know. I, I could back, but listen. And I'm not talking about Vasilevsky and his career. Obviously, we know what he's accomplished. But, like, the Ranger fan is going to be fired up about their guy, as they should be. Nah, he's a great goalie. It was just fun that they chanted at the thing. It was kind of a good banter. But, like like I said, I mean, honestly, I feel like one of the major uh, advantages that the the Rangers have is that they uh, they have, like, Benoit Allaire, their goalie coach, and he must have spotted something with the glove side high, you know, going high on, on, on Vasilevsky. He's one of the best goalie coaches in the game. So, like, they definitely saw something on tape with him because every shot's been blocker side high, you know, even Ray Ferrar mentioned in the game tonight. But just seems like the Rangers' speed is just, like, unbelievable. Like, that kid line is just something to watch. Like, it's so much, so much fun to watch them. Every single time they're on the ice, they're making a play. They're doing something. Like, everybody's growing up in front of their eyes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Schneider, you know, Keandre Miller, like, you know, and like you said, like, I know that, you know, it's not house's money because, like, look, we could say the same thing about the 2017 Yankees and we're like, oh, this is only the start. They're going to be here. And, you know what I mean? You never know. They haven't been back since. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to take your shot and you can take them. So, like, they got a chance to go. You got to get go with it, you know? Bingo. Especially when you're two wins away from the Stanley Cup. That's what it boils down to, or Stanley Cup final, I should say. Um, the kid line, I've run out of adjectives to describe the kid line. They, they're in the middle of everything. You expect them now, you to go and make plays and score goals. Like, that's what it boils down to. Like, early on in this postseason, it might have been considered a surprise. Now it's to the point where, yeah, I expect them when they're on the ice to go and make things happen. No, like, they legit can roll, like, legit four four lines now, which is huge in, in the playoffs and anytime during the season. When you can roll four lines over and everyone can contribute, it's just unstoppable, like, at a point where you don't even know who to defend. I mean, obviously... Things are going to change a little bit, you know, with home ice shift and the late change is going to be a little different because Tampa will start to get their matchups with the players that they want now and those late, you know, the late change, whatever last change stuff. But also before, you know, with the Yankees, it was it was like 
vintage like '90s Yankees win tonight. They they got up early. They you know they coasted toward the end, and it was awesome to see Manny Benuelos pitch tonight, man. Like you know, that's a hell of a story considering that he was one of the killer bees. who's one of the top prospects in the Yankee system. He bounces around like with ten different teams, never lived up to it. Ends up back with the Yankees, and finally makes his Yankee debut on a night where everything went right. I mean, Cole was fabulous. The lineup is just beating the piss out of the Tigers. How good has Carpenter been? I mean, you, I know they got Donaldson back and they're going to get Stanton back, I guess, tomorrow. This guy's got to roll on the team. There's no other way around it. He's got to keep playing. Dude, my buddy, he's like, you know, we always mess around. He's a huge Mets fan. He was like, when they made the signing, he texted me and goes, instant stardom on its way. Just because this is what Cashman does. He always finds these guys like off the street and they just seem how to always contribute for the team. I don't know what it is about when they cut. It's got to be the mustache, man. I don't know what it is, but he's contributing. I mean, he's got a great swing for Yankee Stadium, that's for sure. I mean, as a lefty, so, you know, I mean, they took a shot on him and, and they see what they got. But yeah, I agree with you, too. Like, I feel like they can't even, like, they got to keep Andahar around, too. So I don't know what they're going to do. I mean. Well, listen, Andahar, here's the difference, though. Andahar, you, has options. Carpenter does not. Carpenter's got to roll on this team. No other way around it. Nothing to discuss. Carpenter, I'd rather see him than Aaron Hicks and Joey Gallo. That's for sure. Brandon is up next. Hello, Brandon. JJ, how you doing? Brandon, what's happening? How we doing? And by the way, sorry to interrupt you. Miggy just got sent down. So there you go. Miggy down, standing up. So where you go. Floor is yours, Brandon. All right. We're talking hockey here. So I'm. A, you're not going to like this. I'm a Senators fan. No one's going to like this in this whole chat. But I'm from Ottawa, Ontario. And uh, I'm seeing a lot of big sense players making big moves in these games here, like Zibanejad, of course. I, I mean, X-Sens, of course. What a fleecing for the Rangers in that Derek Broussard trade when you think about it, Brandon. I mean, I'm sorry to, like, bring up that old wound, although the Ranger fan isn't going to exactly feel sorry for you when it comes to that. And, and listen, Brandon, Derek Broussard was a good Ranger. He had a lot of big moments for them. He had a lot of big goals for them. But to go and get Zibanejad, I mean, Zibanejad is a legit sniper, dude. The guy is a stud. Guy, yeah. And then Nick Paul on uh, uh, Tampa Bay. He was a big, uh, he was drafted in by the Sens and he was a big player for them. Uh, my God, the guy's been, he did amazing last series. Uh, this series, he hasn't done too much. But uh, yeah, it's been interesting. It's been interesting from my perspective anyways. All right, so you're a big hockey guy. Did you give the Rangers much of a chance going into this series? No. Yeah, I think a lot of people did not give them a lot of chance going into this series. Chesterkin. That's who I was I was watching, and, and it's all about goaltending. It's all about defense. Uh, it's it's a good series. It's turned out to be a much better series than I thought it would be. I didn't think it was going to be a policing, though. Well, listen, right now, the Rangers are alive. They're up 2 to nothing. We know Tampa's going to be heard from. Tampa's going to be heard from, I think, in this series. But you did exactly what you needed to do. You defended your home ice. You were the better team in both of these games. A lot to like. The Cobra, I'm sure, is fired up. Hello, sir. Dude, I'll tell you something right now. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little speechless because I don't know what the fuck I'm watching right now because I'm watching the Rangers bury the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning. They are cutting their throats. Because the New York Rangers are two games away from the Stanley Cup fucking finals. And so you thinking, thinking about, about it, Cobra. Cobra. And, and think, think about this, my friend. friend. You, you called your big-time diehard Ranger fan. You told me in the first round, the idea of just winning a first-round first round series would be enormous for this team. Dude, you really with me, bro. You, you didn't, didn't look, look at this team as a legit chance to go win a Stanley Cup. But you know what, Cobra? Things can change, bro. 
things can change, change. And we're, we're seeing, seeing it here in this series. series. Dude, 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 we're taking a ride right now. I feel like we're taking a fucking Medellin ride right now, my friend. This team is fucking, they're going for it. And then again, here's the thing about the Lightning. To me, they've been, I mean, you want to say the first game, all right, fine, it was Russ, nine days off. Tonight, I mean, there's no fucking excuses. Well, Cobra, think about it. You know the stat. The Lightning in back-to-back postseason games, they don't lose. They don't lose. I think it was like 17 or 18 straight. It was something absurd, something along those lines. So, yeah, I expected Tampa's best. You didn't get it, though. The Rangers were flat out better. It was no fluke. That's the thing about these first two games, dude. Nothing was fluky about it. And and here's the other thing. Besides no fluke, this team hasn't beaten the fucking Rangers all fucking year. Regular season all and fourth. So, I mean, you got to look at it. Now, all of a sudden, they're in their fucking head. McDonough doesn't know what the fuck to do. And Cooper, that fuck, you know, again, he loves to call his little fancy fucking timeouts. No, fuck you, fuck Hofstra. And again, this team doesn't lay down. And I can't wait to go to Tampa on Sunday because there's going to be a ton of New York fans there. Get the fucking Peepo sandwiches out. We'll bring the Corby. That's all I'm going to say. The Cobra fired up there in a dream. You know, he's feeling a little extra frisky. No surprise from the Cobra after a big Ranger win. No surprise. Let's head to Brian, who joins us. Brian, the floor is yours. How we doing? Pretty good. I, You know, I totally understand why people like the media didn't pick the Rangers. Like a lot of Ranger fans, like we're under, you know, we're, they can't believe they didn't pick us. I mean, you can't predict with the team so young. You can't predict the depth. There's no way you could be like, oh, that, you know, Kako's going to be this good or Strum's, you know, you, there's no way to predict how they're going to behave in the playoffs. So it's totally understandable. That's fine. The Ranger fan ain't apologizing now, though. And what it boils down to, Brian, and I remember this in 96 with the Yankees, nobody gave him a chance against the Atlanta Braves. Well, you think about the 2007 Giants, and this is fresh in my memory because I'm actually re-watching right now the, um, the man in the arena. I'd never seen a man in the arena, which is really good, by the way. I highly recommend it. If you, if you have any interest, and I think the Strahan one, you're going to absolutely love if you're a Giant fan. It just details that year and how nobody gave him a chance. And that was a Giant team. Think about it. That lost the playoff game, got smoked by Carolina two years earlier. Then the following year, Tiki's last year, it was 6-2. and two. They finished up the year 8-8. Eight and eight. Lost in Philadelphia. Strahan never showed up until basically the week before the season started. They gave up like 90 points in the first two games. Washington goal line stand week three. Changed the entire field of their season. But even that giant team, you didn't believe something special was cooking until they played the Patriots in week 17 and they played all their starters. You know, it's a different comparison with this Ranger group. They were a feel-good regular season ride, but they were very young. It's a team coming of age. Fun to watch. Bradley's up next. Bradley, what's shaking, buddy? JJ, good to talk to you again. How about those Rangers, man? How about them? Bradley, whole lot to like, baby. Whole lot to like. We, we talked about it the other day, golden opportunity. They jumped all over it. Got really suspenseful there the last two minutes. I think I lost all my... Yeah, I mean, that was heart attack city. Listen, there was not much agita and there was not much stress in this game until Tampa cut it to 3-2 to two, and then all of a sudden they put the pressure on. First time all game, they felt like they finally put the pressure on. They put the pressure on. Now, all we can hope for now going forward, just take one of two in Tampa, break, bring this baby home in game five and close it out. That's all I can hope for right now. And JJ, I got, I went to the, I have a funny story to tell you. I went to the Yankee game last night, right? 
suspenseful. Yeah, uh, J-Mo had the perfect game going. I met uh, John Boy last night. He was saying a section over for me. Um, took a photo with them. And I'll tell you, that was one of the most fun Yankee games I think I've ever been to in my life. You know, the crowd seemed into it, Bradley. That was something I noticed on television. Kay was all over it doing the broadcast. Maybe it was due to the situation with Tyon. Then the idea that the Yankees are going to lose this Tyon start with the way he pitched was such a bummer. And then the eighth inning, I mean, the Gallo at bat, you're like, come on. And I understood why Boone didn't pitch hit for him. Because, look, if he is going to have any role on this team, which I don't believe that he is, but if you're the manager, you have to believe it. He's on your roster. You're a zillion games over 500. You could give him that at bat in that spot. I wouldn't, but you can. When he strikes out, you're like, wow, somebody's got to bail him out. And Rizzo, I know Rizzo's been in a funk. I know he had a terrible month of May. That at bat in a nutshell is why you want Rizzo on your team. You trust him in big situations. That was, I, let me tell you something. And he had a three-run jack tonight, too, against Detroit. That hit last night, I think that finally helped him snap out of his little slump he was going through. I think Rizzo, he's going to have, his bat's going to come alive again within the coming weeks. I, 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 I didn't have a, I had no problem whatsoever. I, he, every player goes through a slump, but Rizzo, I'm telling you, he's going to, his bat's going to wake up and it came back again tonight. And I think he's, he's, he's going to uh, keep hitting the way he does like the last couple of years, you know? Bradley's too good a player. That's what it boils down to. He's too professional a hitter. And he does not give you those give up at bats that you see with a guy like Gallo. I mean, it's just the, 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 the comparison between the two, it's not even worth discussing. It's really not. Uh, let's head to, Let's see if I could get this name right. This is my second opportunity at it. Bavik. Did I get it right, Bavik? Yes, yes, you did. Sorry, Mike. I got it right. All right, Bavik. Good. That makes me feel better. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. I'm hype after that Rangers win. I, my adrenaline's pumping, but that last, I don't, need, I don't need those moments again, even though I just started watching this sport, but I've watched enough of Roldis Chapman damn near give me heart attacks. I don't need those moments. I'm well-versed in these moments of damn near having heart attacks. I don't need this shit. Let's calm down. Let's Thank God we got that damn victory. 2-0 is the best situation you can be in. But God, we got to steal one. Uh, we have got to steal one of Tampa. There's no way. Because being uh, tying this series, would, uh, that, would, that would, doesn't sit matter. Well, listen, it'd be a little bit of a letdown. You have to expect Tampa Bay is going to make a statement here in game three. Like, Let's put it this way. You, you can't exactly love the Rangers' chances in game three. Can you get one of these two in Tampa? You sign right on the dotted line. Get one of these two. Pete joins us. Pete, the floor is yours. Let's go. JJ, my band from the other night. Bro, it happens. It happens to the best of us and the worst of us, dude. It's all good. What's up, dude? All right. So, first and foremost, the Rangers, everybody wants to make excuses. Like, first round. They had a, they were going third string goalie, second round backup goalie. Right now they're playing the best goalie in the NHL and they're winning. They're there. No doubt. No doubt. They can win the whole thing now. There's, you know, the idea a series ago or even two series ago, it kind of seemed laughable. It seemed extreme. It seemed like this team was a year away. You're not a year away when you're six wins away from the Stanley Cup. That's all there is to it. You're right there. One more thing. I'm sorry, but Alexi Panarin, if he gets going, watch out. Yeah, and listen, you expect him to get going at some point. He's too good a player. He's had moments in the postseason. 
I mean, he had the game winner against Pittsburgh. He's had moments. He's had moments. But he hasn't been a Rangers' best player. Johnny, I'm going to try you again. What's up, John? Hey, James. How's it going? John, what's up, dude? I was at Yankee Stadium tonight, and I got it repeat what the other guys said about the crowd. The crowd was super into it tonight, even through the eighth inning when we were up 12 to nothing. So it's been good times at Yankee Stadium so far. Whole lot to like, bro. Whole lot to like. Team's playing great. The pitching has been exemplary. Different hero every night. Sign of a really, really good baseball team. And the little things, the defense, uh, the base running, stuff that plagued the Yankees over the last few years is not plaguing them now. Fantastic. The vibes are so good around this team. I was curious, what's your ideal Yankee lineup right now? If, if just nine in a must-win game, based assuming there are no injuries. Great question, John. Obviously, Trevino behind the plate. Rizzo at first. Second base. Torres. Shortstop IKF. Third base, probably LeMayu. Donaldson is your DH. And then in the outfield, Judge, Stanton. And here's my question. Can they get Matt Carpenter a glove and put him out in the outfield so I don't got to see Gallo Hicks? That's what I want to see. Scotty, take two. Yeah, JJ, I missed that. I know. Yeah, it happens, bro. Yeah, I expect better from you. Usually a, a stalwart. So I give you a pass. You know I love you. And listen, great win, Yankees. But Rangers, I mean, come on. Two game, I mean, but you know, listen, I'm not listen. Two more wins to the Stanley Cup, but we still got to win the series, man. I mean, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I think we can do it. I got to keep the mustache because the Yankees and Rangers are undefeated. I'm superstitious with my Harry Reams mustache, so got to keep it going. Oh, you have to listen now with the superstition, Scotty. You don't mess with any of that stuff. That's what it boils down to. You don't mess with any of it. The Yankees are playing great. The Rangers are winning games left and right. You don't mess with a damn thing. Now, you want to tell me the Rangers go and lose two games down in Tampa? Then maybe we shave the mustache. But right now, we're not doing any of the sort. Any of the sort. All right, last but not least, we close it out with the legend, Jeff Money. Not a good start for Bassett here. 4 nothing Dodgers. I need the Mets to get going. I might be invested on the Mets. But anyway, Jeff Money, let's go. We're in trouble with that. As far as the Rangers, fun to keep giving us another underdog of victory there, plus the 110. I know you had it. We both. Yes, I have. And nice little run for the two of us. Rangers in game one, Celtics in game one, Rangers in game two. Yeah, Jeff Money, I like cashing him, baby. You know that. Yeah, that was an unbelievable Celtic game going up 40. Oh, dude, I thought we were dead. I thought we were dead. Down 11 going into the fourth quarter. And they stabilized things with Jalen Brown, Derek White, and Al Horford. How insane is it that the Celtics won that game going away and got nothing out of Jason Tatum? Tatum did absolutely nothing in that game. Nothing. That was crazy. 24-point deficit fourth quarter in the final. They said that was the first time that ever happened. But unbelievable how they just – I thought we were dead also. That was like a bonus victory. And in game two, I still see that plus four. I'm going to still ride with the Celtics. And- oh, I am too. I am too. And you know this, money. Everybody and their mother is going to be on the Warriors in game two just like they were in game number one. I think the Celtics can defend them. I think the Celtics have different ways to beat them. And I don't like the Celtics as much as I did in game one, but there's no way in the world I'm betting the Warriors with all that public money. No way, dude. Can't do it. I definitely agree. I think it's going to be, I'm hoping it's going to be a one to three point game. You know, I don't think the Celtics are going to take game two, but it, you got to take the four point. I think it's still going to be a tight game there. 
I think so too. And let's be honest, Jeff Money. Good call. Appreciate it as always, my friend. All of the pressure in the world is on the Warriors. How could it not be? Going back to Boston, you think they want to be down 0-2? I'm grabbing a four with the Celtics. And I'm on the Celtics in five. I'm on the Celtics in six. They are winning this series. I know Draymond Green was confident. Well, guess what? I'm confident the other way. Can't believe how much I'm rooting for the Celtics. It's actually disturbing. All right, this is a ton of fun. Great work by Stefan and Saruti. Calls were great as always. Now, listen. Listen, they will not be alive after game three. And there's a method to my madness. Mets are at night. Yankees early. Finals at night. So we're going to pod voicemails. You want to get in touch with the show, right? 917-382-1151. After Rangers, after Mets, after Yankees. Voicemails. Get them my way. We'll take as many as we can Sunday night. JJ signing off. Enjoy your Friday evening. Enjoy your weekend. Be good, everybody.